Well, it'll, no matter what you believe for, things will go into motion. Watch this. There it is. You can believe for something extreme. Forces will go because whenever you start believing for things, it comes with instructions. You can believe for something that's too big that you're not ready for. And so the creative forces of God will begin to start creating the framework. That's why one of the things we read, it creates the framework for it, okay, for these things to come to pass. But then what happens is you are given an instruction that you can't handle. And because you can't handle the instruction to get the thing that you want, you then back off, which proves that you shouldn't ask for it. That's why I tell people it is much, much better. Don't try to go from zero to 100 overnight, okay? That's why I tell people, focus, focus on, first of all, getting out of debt. Because the lessons that you learn from getting out of debt supernaturally, okay, and following the instructions of God, it'll then put you in a position where you know how far you should go. Because, because how, how many of you miss it when it comes to your prayer time sometimes? How many of you miss it when it comes to your word time? How many of you, the Lord has told you to give into some effort or something and you didn't do it? How many of you know that your love walk has not worked 100% of the time? How many know that there have been seasons in your life when you was on it, boy, like you were going to strangle the devil's neck, and then there have been other times and seasons in your life as a Christian you were borderline a heathen? Bingo. Well, you're doing that based on where you are now, which means that if you start getting bigger ticket items and things like that, if you lose it when it comes to bigger stuff, you crash. That's why best to start. If you're in an apartment and you want a home, exercise faith for a home. Don't try to exercise faith for a million dollar home. Exercise faith for a home. Y'all know what I'm saying. You know what you need to do? You exercise. Just exercise faith for a nice home. Pick a nice area. You know what? And, and, and even if it's in an arena, whew, pick a nice home. Don't, don't because what, what the church has a bad habit of doing is, watch this. Where you are right now in your life is based on your level of thinking. So now you're trying to flip this overnight and go from one level of thinking to now I want a gazillionaire, I want a million dollar house, I want a Learjet, I want a Rolls Royce. All the, well, that, it doesn't happen that way. I told them Sunday that's what's so dangerous about gastric bypass surgery. That's why so many people die from that. You know why? Because with gastric bypass surgery, if you're not careful, a lot of people die from that. Now, some don't. I, I don't know if anybody ever had the operation, so don't, if you did, I'm just, never mind. I'm always trying to protect people, okay? With gastric by- bypass surgery, it's you trying to bring a fast result before your mind is renewed. When, when, you, when, you, when you have to discipline yourself to work out to lose weight and build muscle, you have to discipline yourself in order to eat right, and, and, and it takes willpower and discipline to not eat certain foods that you've been accustomed to all your life. And I can't eat pizza anymore and I can't do this because I'm working on something where there's a discipline. And as you do that discipline, it renews your mind. Your mind gets used to the feeling of doing the right thing versus the wrong. Your mind gets used to the temptation of wanting to do the wrong thing versus the right thing. Your mind gets used to that. And so the more your mind is renewed, the more you can get a result in the physical realm. With gastric bypass surgery, I don't know why I'm saying this, with gastric bypass surgery, you just do the surgery, but your mind is still stuck like before you had the surgery. And that's why so many people die from gastric bypass surgery, because your mind was not lined up with your body, and it's a shock to the system, and then the person passes away. 
Now, there's some people, they do it and they're fine, but they, sometimes they can struggle throughout their life when it comes to that. But it's very, very dangerous. Well, it's the same thing with finances. You can kill yourself from ground to go from zero to 100. Okay? You can kill yourself trying to go from a bus stop to a Lamborghini. I'm just, I'm just saying. And, and it's the, see, the, the dangerous thing is if, you're in a, if, you're in, if you don't have a home, if you don't have a place to live, exercise faith for an apartment or a home, even if it's a rental. Ain't no problem with that. If, if you're in a home and you're like, well, you know what, we maxed out here, exercise faith for the next level home. Okay? If you don't have a car, exercise faith for one, for one. If your car is older, like my van, it might be time, y'all. <laughs> it might be time. The, I pulled it out and I smelled this horrendous smell. I'm backing out the driveway and I'm just looking at all of this stuff pouring out from underneath the engine. And it was the transmission fluid. At the same time, y'all remember when I told you about them lights? All of the same lights kicked on again. The brake light, the service engine light, the anti-light braking system, and that's another light I don't recognize. <laughs> All happened at the same time, so it, it, it might be time. It might be time. Y'all pray for me. My strength in the Lord that I don't do nothing stupid. Okay, but, but, but you, you, it's not good to go from here to there just like that before your mind is renewed. No, no different than... Then when you're on a lower level, it's not good to just jump to a high level. Like, for example, it's not good for a broken woman to get married to a healed man. Her, her mind needs to be renewed. If you were in a terrible relationship, you don't need to just jump into a great relationship because you're not healed. Y'all understand what I'm saying? This, everything is a process. That's why God didn't say, I'm going to take you to the full glory overnight. He didn't say, you're going from zero and then I'm going to just increase you to the fullness. He said, I'm going to increase you more. And more glory to glory and your path will become brighter because you need to be able to take the next step in your life and, and, and settle out a little bit. You need to learn lessons so that on, because the lessons on level you've learned lessons on level on, on level one. But the lessons that you got to learn on level two, you don't know what level two is like. OK, you don't know what to, I mean, you can sit up all day long and talk about what you would do. Now, I'm, now for me, I now know what I would do with a million dollars. I do, now, I know exactly what I would do with a million dollars. I know that I could handle a million dollars. But back then, back then, I thought I could handle a million dollars. What I would do with a million dollars today is not what I would do with a million dollars yesterday. I'm just being honest with you. But because I have matured and made mistakes and I saw what I did when $130,000 hit my head. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't even know what that is today. None of it. I don't even know how I spent it, where it got, where it went. I don't even know how it disappeared. It just seemingly just got up and walked out of my house. Without permission, I have no idea. You know why? Because I was stupid back then. I didn't know anything about, you know, and, 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 you know, sometimes you just need to know how. Can I just go for another second? It's it's, it's nine o'clock, y'all. I'm making me go really, really long. But it's, see, the thing is, is that how many of you have heard this? It's not the destination, it's the journey. It's not the house. It's the things that you have learned when you finally get the house. It's, it's not the fancy car. It's all of the things that you learned when you finally got the fancy car. Then you realize you never really even wanted it the way you wanted it in the first place. See, it's, 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 not, when you, it's not when you get married. It's the journey towards them. These are all the things. They're journeys. And, and what we miss out on is we try to jump and we try to leapfrog too fast. We try to go from zero to 100 but, but you got to go from zero to then one to then two to then three. And each one of those intervals, you, just, you learn something on two. You learn something on three. So by the time you get to 10, you can handle 10. But the problem is when you're on one, you don't know what 10, you don't know what it feels like to be 10. You speculate. You think you know what it's like to be on 10, but you don't. You just don't. 
And so, so there are lessons that have to be learned. So that's why I tell people that, yes, we want to be consillionaires and want to be this. Now, let me tell you this. Some of the testimonies that we're going to give you, you know, are like uh, Mike and Bonnie were sharing their testimony with us. And what the Lord is doing in his life is just basically just beyond extreme. And it's so fast, it's overwhelming him. I mean, it's just overwhelming him. It's, it's, it's so fast that in some ways he gets scared because the Lord is just doing it so fast, multiplying him so fast. But when you understand the process that he went through, most people would not want to go through what he went through to get where he is right now. What he went through would break most people. What he went through would cause some people to be offended at God. See, and so, so because the warning that he gave the children of Israel before he, they walked into the fullness of it, which took 40 years, he said, don't leave me. Don't forget about me. And he said, I got to do this in such a way so that when you get it, you won't think that you produced it. You'll know that I did. Well, you can only learn those lessons by all of the other track record of the Lord doing it on level one and level two and level three. And he showed you how to supernaturally get an apartment like he did with Mozart. Uh, we went to Mozart housewoman. Y'all, you got to be led by the Holy Ghost to find this place. You do. You do. I mean, you're following the GPS. And you're like, oh, no, this GPS is wrong here. This is nothing but trees. So, so, please, but, but see, but, but he wrote that down. He wanted that spot. He wanted to be in between Riverdale and Austell. And, and with folk like us, we want to be hidden. We don't want folk just find us and ringing our doorbell. That's why I got a ring on the front of mine, you know, so I can see who's at my front door. Okay. And so, so the Lord is a master at doing things a particular way, but, but these are things and tests that you have to pass. Now watch this. You'll never have to be homeless. You'll never have to be broke. you never have to go through anything if you just simply obey the instructions. But most of us don't obey. We obey and then we don't obey. We obey and then we don't obey. And when you get to a particular level, when you're talking about wealth, you got to be, be able to know how to. See, if you can't say no with $100, you won't say no at $1 million. And the problem is, if you don't say no at $100, you'll be disappointed. But if you don't say no at a million dollars, based on what happens, you'll be suicidal. So you got to learn. It's the reason why stock market executives sometimes they kill themselves because they 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 can't handle it. So and that's why I tell people, though, see, watch this. Does God want us to have the best? Yes. Does he want us to be owners? Yes. But the truth be told is there's nothing else in planet Earth in the natural where they take you from zero to 100 overnight. Okay, you don't give a home. If, If a guy has been homeless for the last 10 years. You don't just sit up there and get that man a million dollars. His mentality is shot. And, why, and that's why I tell people, if you were supposed to have it, you'd already have it. And people don't like to hear that. You know, I tell people, you know, when we had this one, 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 you know, um, I told them that Sunday. I said, if you get a million dollars, the best thing you do is to keep it quiet. And don't give none to your family members. Okay, don't buy your family. If you, you, I'm just being facetious here. You come into $200 million, the last thing you should do is start buying people houses. You know why? Because if, if they were supposed to have a house, they'd have it by then. If, if their mentality was right, they would already have the desires of their heart. Here you come giving them the desires of their heart because you got money, not because they're ready for the desires of their heart. Y'all understand what I'm saying? See, so, so, so where, watch this. Where we are all at in our lives right now is based on what you're ready for. And now you can increase that by seeking God. As long as I sought the Lord, he made me to prosper. It's like the second half of this teaching is the crazy one. Okay, as long as he sought the Lord. And that's why every man that sought the Lord, it came with instructions. Okay, well, this is how we can change your mentality. It's by you following instructions. Will you obey? 
Will you do this? Will you give your last $100? Will you do this? Will you do that? I know you just got blessed with a Rolex watch, but will you not give it away? I told you that your son was going to give birth to a whole nation, but I'm asking you to kill him, Abraham. See? And because of him being willing to do that, he is now called the father of us all. He, Abraham is called the father. Do you realize when God calls you the father of faith? He is the father of faith because how many of you know it takes some faith for God to give you a son in your own age supernaturally and then ask you to kill him. And the Bible says Abraham was only able to do it because of his imagination. It says in his imagination, he saw God raising his son from the dead. So he knew how to use his imagination correctly based on what God's word said. Most of us don't know how to use our imagination correctly based on the word says. In spite of what the word says, we use our imagination to always say that we're never coming out. We don't daydream about coming out. We don't daydream about walking to nothing. It's just going to always be this way. And because it's always going to be this way, you give up in advance and you go then and start doing your own thing and adding up more and more credit cards and doing this, getting a loan, doing that. All that. It's just, it's, you can only walk your way out. Okay. So I know I'm way, 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 way over. Okay. But. How many know this is necessary? Because these are the life lessons that the planet doesn't know, let alone the body of Christ. And so it's, it's it, and what's so crazy is, is you can walk your way out of anything into anything. And it doesn't matter how extreme it is, how extreme it is, God can take you there, but you're going to have to follow instructions. Okay. God wanted those people to come out of slavery and go to billionaire status very, very fast but they didn't know how to follow instructions. The number one, the number one rule with prosperity is obedience. Now, let me tell you something crazy and I'll let you go. If you don't back off, God will still begin to bring it and you'll just crash. How many of y'all were here when I shared about, how many were not here when I shared about the whole lottery thing, about me in the lottery? Yeah. And that's, that's a very, very powerful thing. Years ago, before we even moved here, I set out to win the lottery by faith. I wasn't up there playing the full digit every single day, all that type of stuff. I was literally doing what I just mentioned to you. I had the amount, and I waited. I daydreamed about it. I prayed about it. I exercised faith. I confessed it, etc. That thing became so real on the inside of me, and I waited, waited. The only thing that confused me, I know this is going crazy coming from a pastor. I didn't know if I was supposed to come up with the numbers or if the Lord was going to give them to me. I didn't know. That sounds crazy, doesn't it? But I set out to prove that the scripture is true, which it is. He said anything and all things and nothing is impossible. Okay. And, and, so, and so because I kept the broadcast the same, the creative forces began to create the framework for me to win the lottery. And then the Lord visited me and asked me to let it go. Notice what he said. He didn't say anything about sin. He said, I need you to let this go. He says, because if you don't, I will be forced to give it to you. He said, but if I give it to you, he said, you will not learn the lessons needed to get you to the end of your destiny. So watch this. Faith is so powerful. Jesus had to ask for my permission to let it go. He asked me, we're asking you to let this go. If you don't, we cannot break of the laws of faith. So I'm asking you to let it go. Now, if you get it, you're going to get it, but it's going to mess some stuff up. But if you don't get it, okay. So that's why I'm expecting, well, it was more than a million dollars at the time, I think. I don't know what it was. That's why I'm expecting big money because I let it go. 
And Jesus said, whatever you give up for my sake, you got it. Okay? So, so I got some big stuff coming. But when people see it coming, they won't know what I let go. And, and, and apparently God does not care anything about the people who talk about you when you increase financially. Because he said, when I give it to you, you're going to get it a hundredfold. And he said, but it's going to come with persecution. You know what he said? Let them persecute, wave at them on the way to the bank, but enjoy your money. He didn't say give it up because of the persecution. He said, I'm just warning you that what I do for you, folk going to talk about you, but enjoy it anyway. Because the same folk that talk about you, if you gave it up, if you give up the house and the Lamborghini, if you give up the suits and all of the money, they still ain't coming to your little raggedy house or your little raggedy church. So you might as well enjoy it since they ain't coming either way. Do you ask for help? I'm just reading this and then we out because it's 910, but I don't care. Do you ask for help from unbelief and build faith by the word? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. The man in the Bible said, Lord, you know. He said, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Belief is currency in the spiritual realm. It takes a certain amount of money to buy that chair. It takes a certain amount of money to buy this building. It takes a certain amount of faith to accumulate things. That's why faith increases by hearing the word. It accumulates by hearing the word. So if, if Garnett and I go to Best Buy and I get ready to buy a television and they say, sir, that uh, the price of that is $250. And I pull out the cash and I'm like, oh, man. I only got 230 And I looked at Garnett and said, man, do you have $20? What is he doing? Yeah, I, yeah I'm going to help you on belief. Oh, okay. see, see, I help you. I, I, know you I, I know you're short a little bit, but I'll give you mine to make up the difference. That's what the man was saying. He said, man, he said, I believe, but um, my unbelief got me a little bit short. So Jesus said, okay, I'll help you, and I'll give you the rest. And I said, see how to see? We're looking at this so, oh, God doesn't. Oh. They're looking for a reason to help us, folk. They're looking. So, yes, but let me tell you something. No man doubts what he sees. You can't keep looking at your vision board and not believing it. You can't keep looking at it. You can't keep here. See, you got to look at it. And you, you got to look at the word. You can't keep, watch this. You can't keep hearing the word and not start believing it. You can't keep speaking the word and not believe it. You can't keep speaking and hearing the word over your situation and not start daydreaming about it. And you can daydream on purpose. And eventually this will get on the inside of you. It'll get on the inside of you so much. Okay. Uh, a lady shared with me that the Lord told her, go in there right now, cut up all your credit cards. All of them. This first thing you say, what about my credit score? God don't care nothing about your little raggedy credit score. Now you should, there's nothing wrong with a good credit score. Burn up all the credit cards. Cut them all up. There was a lot of them. Cut them all up. And the person was like, my credit score is going to drop because no credit is just as bad as bad credit. They want you to. You know, it's amazing, the system. So, so with hesitation, the door was like, you're going to do it your way, you're going to do it mine. The person said that they went and they closed the credit card accounts, called each person, closed them, closed each one. When they closed the last one, the person said something left off of them. And at that moment, they thought they were completely debt free. Because it, the action, the action. See, if how many know if you were completely debt free, you closing them credit cards account. See, if you were debt free, you, you didn't pay them off. I don't need y'all no more. I got $10 million in the bank. See what I'm saying? So God got to get you the 
acting. See, right now, you've been doing the same thing over and over and over again. So the Lord is going to give you some extreme things to do. Close the credit cards. And when you close the credit cards, it gives you this sense and this feeling that I'm debt free. So now guess what? You become debt free because that's how you feel. Because feelings are broadcast in the spiritual realm. You can look at somebody and you can tell that they don't feel good. You can look at somebody's face and tell that they're worried. You can look at somebody's face and tell that they're depressed. You can look and tell somebody's face and you can tell that they're hiding something. Got that grin on their face. Look at them. Okay. Well, how is it that the person hasn't said anything to you, but you can feel that they feel bad? How is it the person hasn't said anything to you? I mean, you can feel when a person has joy. See what I'm saying? That's you as a human being. You can determine a person where they're at based on what you feel. What does God feel and see based on how we operate? So how you feel, what you say and what you think about, you're telling them what you actually believe. And the Bible says you can't please God without faith. And faith is not a confession. It's a whole dynamic of this is how I feel. This is what I say. This is how I think. This is what I'm doing. I'm acting. I'm making plans. You ain't going. If you don't believe you can go on vacation, you won't make plans for it. You don't even think about it. You just say, well, you know, I got six kids. We can't go nowhere. We can't go nowhere. You, and watch this. Now you're depressed because you got six kids and you can't go nowhere. Never realizing all you're doing is telling your vision to the whole spiritual realm. We can't go nowhere. And guess what faith says? Go to work, boys, and make sure that they can't go nowhere. Because it works whether it's right or wrong, bad or good, righteous or evil. And if it gets too evil, God himself will get involved with his own law. And he won't stop the law. He'll just stop you. Because he can't break the law. So he'll go down there and confuse those guys and mess with their minds because he won't stop the law. He can't stop it. And, and you got to get a hold of this. That's why you need to listen to this over and over again. But it, and so in closing, it's really simple, folk. Get the scriptures on a document. Like I said before. The word produces pictures. It produces images. No man doubts what he sees. The Holy Spirit's role is to take scriptures and turn them into pictures. Get a document. Put it in you. It's a, it's, yeah. I'm going to stop. Y'all, if you need to get in shape, it's a science to it. It's a science. It doesn't matter how you feel. It does not matter how long you've been out of shape. It doesn't matter if 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 it is, all of these things. It doesn't matter how, how it don't matter if all your mama fed you was ribs and hamburgers and tacos for all your whole life. It does not matter how long you've been. It doesn't matter how long your diet it doesn't matter how long you've been small. None of those things matter because getting in shape is a science. It is simple. Cardio, build muscle and eat right. And if you do that. If you watch The Biggest Loser, it did not matter if those people were out of shape for 30 years. Some of them have been overweight since birth. I mean, I'm not birth, but since they were a small kid. It didn't matter that this person was overweight for 50 years. All they did was tap into the science and they committed to it every day. And it was amazing. After 40, 50 years of being overweight, they dropped the pounds in three months. And now they look like somebody they never looked like before. Why? Because they committed to the science of it. It's the same thing. When it comes to your situation, all you got to do is commit to this, putting a word in you. This ain't the time to study the white horses in Revelation. 
may not even be the time to study dreams and visions. You're working on something. Okay? You get the word on that subject. I gave them to you this past Saturday. Put them on a piece of paper. Okay? Don't read it religiously. Eat them. Look at what it says. And like, this, see, when you look at the scriptures, you should be saying, this is crazy. I can't even believe this is what the Lord's saying that we can do. And then you start accepting it. I, Father, I accept that I have the right to do this. I have the ability to. You read those scriptures. And then, and so I did it. I'm the Lord thy God that teaches you to profit. The Lord is teaching me to profit. Father, I thank you that you are teaching me to profit. You are leading me and guiding me in the way that I should go. You are increasing me more and more if you're willing and obedient. Father, I thank you that because I am willing and obedient, I'm eating the good of the land. If you obey and serve me, you'll spend your days in prosperity. Father, I am obedient and I'm doing my best to serve you. Therefore, I am spending my days in prosperity. I am spending my days in pleasures. If I gave you Jesus, why wouldn't I give you everything else? Father, if you gave me Jesus, I accepted him and everything else is lower. Therefore, I accept every single thing else that I've asked you for. Y'all see how I'm doing that? You read the word, you eat it, then you personalize it, you imagine it, and you speak it over your circumstances that this is the reality right now. You do that day in and you do that day out. I don't care how you feel. I don't care if you got a $40,000 tax bill in the mail. I don't care if they repossess your car. This is what you do. And then you look at your vision board and you smile. You should look at that vision board. That thing that I told you to make with the videotape and burn it. Look at the video every single day. You cannot do the science of that and not come out real fast. Now, what will happen real fast is negative thoughts. They come immediately because they know if you commit to this, showing them the same thing, feeling it, thinking it, confessing it, thanking God for it, speaking it, and looking at it on that vision board. They know if you keep doing that, it doesn't take a long time. Same way it didn't take a long time for a person that was 400 pounds overweight to get to a perfect size in three months, even though it had been 50 years. It never takes long. What takes long is our commitment to stick to it. It's very, and they will come after you tooth and nail to break your concentration because it's a science. It's a science. Y'all wheels are turning like y'all are ready to work on some stuff. And so probably starting next weekend, we're going to start having people give testimonies. You can go ahead and stand. So I can show you just how far God will go. Your biggest problem right now is you don't think God will go that far. And you know why? Because it's God asking you to believe him to go farther than he's already gone in your life. So right now, you actually believe that if God wanted you to have more, you would have it. Wrong. He wants you to have a whole lot more than you have. He wanted you to have it 20 years ago. The problem is you have not cooperated with him. It's assumption. God said we, there's not another thing God can do. He cannot bypass your mentality and your level. He just can't. And it doesn't matter if you're in debt, if you got a business, no matter what it is, they can bring you out. So I have, so I've decided to go ahead and, and, and do this myself so I can show you a couple of things. We're going to start doing a few testimonies, okay? So somebody... How many married couples I have in here? Okay. And I'll probably answer that a little bit more detail next time. The Bible says a threefold cord is not easily broken. People always say touch and agree. You know, that's okay. That's all right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, people always say touch and agree. The Bible does not say touch and agree. It says if you agree touching anything. Or another way of saying it is if, if you are in agreement in regards to anything. 
Don't say nothing about touching. All right, come on, y'all got to touch. You can touch in the Greek. Now, if you want to touch, that's fine, as long as you're touching somebody that's belonging to you. But it doesn't say nothing about you have to touch. Okay? It says agree touching or regard, or if you agree in regards to anything. Remember what Jesus said? When he said that, he said, because I agree with my father, that makes it a majority. He was saying that to the, to the single people. You ain't left out because you ain't got a husband or a wife. If you agree with your father, that's two right there. Now, let me tell you why it at times can be better with a married couple. Not that they're so much more powerful, but a Bible says a threefold cord is not easily broken. So if Garnett and Francia are believing for the same thing, Garnett gets out of faith, but Francia keeps the faith, then God can still do it because of the one. That's the true power of agreement. Is that if you have multiple people on one thing, the ones who get out of faith, God will still do it if it's only one person in faith. He'll still do it for that one. Now, when there's disagreements there, that does all depends on what you disagreement. If, if your spouse don't exercise faith for nothing, you can still get a job done by exercising your own faith based on the household. The Bible says that when, if you're married to an unbeliever, it says the household is sanctified by the one who is clean. Okay? So, so you know, you have to find a, a happy medium now. You know, we'll get into it next time because, well, well what if they want to do a loan and I want to do it debt-free? Okay? Well, you can still believe for that. You know, especially if you're a woman married to a man. It's much more dangerous for a woman to be married to a man sometimes than a man married to a woman because the woman has to submit to his foolishness that he comes up with and thinks up. So it can be much more dangerous and much more harder. But, 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 but you know, faith works for you as an individual. There are things that can be bypassed. So we're, I'm going to hit that again probably this Saturday because it's 9.22 and I didn't push y'all the envelope. But this was... You, there, there are times you all when you have to just say, you know what, we're going to bite the bullet. The kids will be all right. Okay. It's amazing when your kids have to stay up at the church or another event. Oh, they just can't get up. Uh, uh. Coming to them video games, though. You know, my two sons, boy, they be up. I be hearing stuff. These boys up at 12 midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning, and, and they act like they tired the next day. You should have went to bed sitting up there trying to beat up somebody on Xbox. Okay. So, but these things, these things will will produce things to get you out, okay? So I've, I've decided to do something very extreme to prove to you that it works, okay? And we'll have the other testimonies, you know, but, but start with that. Well, well, I'll deal with more with that on the weekend. I forgot to answer that question. So go ahead and lift your hands. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you. I praise you. I bless you. I magnify you. 2 Corinthians 4.4 4 says that Satan blinds the minds of those who do not believe. He blinds your mind. Your unbelief, unfortunately, has a lot to do with the working of Satan. They plant thoughts in your mind to get you to doubt that this works. You'll be driving down the street and get hit with the greatest depression about your situation. You have to recognize that that's part of the process. Hold your ground. Start, start rejoicing. It's the reason why the Bible says God gives you the garment of praise for the spirit of depression. That's the time to start thanking God when you feel bad. Father, I thank you. See, I said, Lord, in spite of how I feel, I thank you that right now at this moment, my feelings are not lining up, but the other things are. So I'm going to ignore my feelings because my feelings are not an accurate gauge of my reality because I understand that the enemy can be affecting my feelings. You have to do those things. And so, Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, O Lord God, for helping us in these regards, giving us grace. Thank you, Lord, that you will confirm your word with signs following. You will bring your people out. You will give them the desires of their heart. You will fulfill their days with destiny and prosperity and increase. 
thank you, Father God, for all of the testimonies that have already come forth, already extreme testimonies that will bless many. We thank you, Lord God, for the testimonies to come. We bless and honor you. Thank you for those who are giving on tonight. Keep us safe as we go to our different abodes. Thank you, Lord God, for this word on tonight that it will refresh us. No one will wake up tired on tomorrow. Thank you, Lord God. Even though we went later, thank you by your spirit. We exercise faith and supernatural strength. No one will wake up tired tomorrow. They will wake up refreshed. Thank you, Lord God, for passing our instructions to get us out and get us out quickly. So we bless and honor you. Thank you, Lord God, for these things. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Um, particularly Fagan's question, I'm going to deal more with that.